to Z Sports Prime Time on a Wednesday. I am your humble host, Buck Rising, and I am proud, as always, to be presented to you by the friends that we have at Two Rivers Ford. That's where you go for a non-commissioned sales staff that is all about your customer service, makes the car buying process easy for you. You can go through the entire car purchasing process online at tworiversford.com, or you can slide on out to Mount Juliet and pay them a visit with the best in the business. DraftKings Sportsbook, because we only work with the best around here, America's top downloaded sportsbook app. Use the promo code A to Z Sports. You have all kinds of odds boosts and incredible offers that they have for you. I am now three and one on my bets with DraftKings using the promo code A to Z Sports. Let's win some money together. We should find a way to keep track of these things. You should bet against me. We should we should see if we can fade Buck. I don't know if that's going to be a segment, if that's something that makes sense for the podcast. Anyway, promo code A to Z Sports at DraftKings Sportsbook. The Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage with the Gary Ashton Group, the best in the business, your dream address without the stress. You could sell for more if you're in the market to do so at GaryAshton.com. And if you so choose to seek satisfaction guaranteed, which I don't know why you wouldn't, on all of your HVAC needs. You know that the, pe- the place that you go, the people that you call are Tennessee Heating and Cooling at 10HC.com. That's T-E-N-N-H-C.com at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. Smith has to stay, says Titan8251. So this is the place where we find ourselves. I have gone through the 20 unrestricted free agents for the Tennessee Titans. Spotrack has a great breakdown. They have the free agency tracker where you can kind of look at the same things that I'm looking at. And I went through and evaluated the market value for every pending unrestricted free agent. I looked at what positions are the most unstable, as we talked about, I believe, on Monday night with John Robinson's offseason checklist. And we determined that the tight end was the most unstable of the positions, given the free agency status, both unrestricted and restricted in the case of Anthony Ferkser, of all four players at that position. And so I came away looking at it, not necessarily about the tight ends, but came away looking at it thinking there's really only one deal, one extension that they need to do. But I want to know how you guys would prioritize these things. I'll go through the list. I'll pull it up, in fact, so we can talk about it together. The the free agency list available at Spotrack.com. It's either Spotrack or Spotrack. I never know how to pronounce the website's name. And I've had Mike Giannetti on, who runs the website, uh, before you would think I would know by now. But anyway, I want to know your Two Rivers Ford take, how you prioritize the Titans' most important free agents to you this offseason and to your team. How do you prioritize the guys that, that are currently going to be available on the market? Do you prioritize any of them? Are you comfortable letting all 20 walk? Are there two or three who you find to be more useful and more important than the others? Let me know your Two Rivers Ford take here on a Wednesday night. While you guys do that, I will remind you about the fine folks who present the Two Rivers Ford take. Nashville's headquarters for the 2021 Ford Bronco, where you can go and test drive all of their new and pre-owned inventory. Two Rivers Ford, I'm telling you. they. I was out, I was out in Mount Juliet on Saturday because the guy that cuts my hair has moved from Antioch to Mount Juliet, and it just so happens to be right across the street from Two Rivers Ford. So I drove by and I swear to you, it took every ounce of restraint I had not to walk onto that lot and go and work with the non-commissioned sales staff to try and get one of these cars, to to, to essentially try and drive one of these cars home 
and leave my uh, my beloved Ford Escape out in Mount Juliet as a part of a trade-in deal. Anyway, Two Rivers Ford, the vehicles are exceptional. The new vehicles are even more incredible to look at, to drive. They're eco-friendly between the electric Mach-E Mustang and the sales staff makes you want to come back. It's a welcome environment. It's a welcoming experience. There's no pressure involved. Go to Mount Juliet, test drive these vehicles, drive one off the lot if you so choose. Work with the non-commissioned sales staff. It makes all the difference in the world. Or you could do the whole thing online. If you don't like, if you don't want to deal with anything, you don't want to leave your house, you can literally do it online at tworiversford.com. The Two Rivers Ford take we do each and every night. Who do you prioritize of all of the free agents? El Boogie 808 says Jonu Smith is the only answer. Chris Stress says Jayon on Facebook. Uh, Jake underscore Vade on Periscope says the tight end group as a whole was solid. Corey missed two games. <clears throat> Excuse me. Corey missed two games and was 16 off of 1,000 yards. Extend CD. Jayon Gon says John Bell. Uh, one Janu, two Jayon, according to John Bertotti. I have Janu Smith, Jayon Brown, Stephen Goskowski, and Desmond King staying, according to Stephen Crozio on YouTube. So uh, I forgot about King, says Robert L. Redmond. Sheesh. Yeah, so let's let's look at the list together before I tell you my answer to this question before I play for you a video from the last time this player spoke to the assembled Titans Zoom media. So let's take a look at the Titans unrestricted free agents in the year of the Rona, the year of the offseason Rona 2021. Hope to God this is the uh, this is the last uh, the last offseason that we even have to think about this godforsaken coronavirus and everything that it is doing to our society and our world and our sports. Anyway, here we are. Jadavion Clowney. Daquan Jones, I'll just read the names. Corey Davis, Steven Goskowski, Michael Pruitt, Ty Sambrello, Jack Crawford, Will Compton, Marshall Newhouse, Nick DeZupnar, Chris Milton, Jeff Swaim, Senerese Perry, Darren Bates, Matt Overton, the long snapper, Ty Smith, Jonu Smith, Khalif Raymond, Desmond King, Jayon Brown. Those are the guys, those are the 20 that are unrestricted uh, free agents on the Tennessee Titans roster right now. You have a range of different positions all across the board. Uh, you are in a position where you do have good top-end talent at a lot of those positions. A lot of them are on defense, which may be afford you the opportunity to just completely reboot. Your two rivers for take, which Titans free agent would you prioritize based on the list that I have just read you? John, who is the priority resigning? And then Desmond King or Jayon, says Chris Alonzo on Periscope. It is a very long list, Stephen uh, points out on YouTube. Bates, dude is essential for sideline morale. Yeah, you know, I, uh, oh, by the way, uh, the Tighten Up podcast had Darren Bates on uh, today's episode in the A to Z Sports podcast feed. Same place you get my podcast, the 615 sessions. Tighten Up podcast, subscribe, rate, review. Darren Bates was great. Uh, you'll really enjoy that interview. Uh, but yeah, he's, I mean, he's great for team morale, right? Uh, every, every time you see a Titans highlight, even on the, the national network, uh, uh, packages that put together commercials about whether it be the NFL playoffs or inside the NFL on Showtime, like Bates is always in there because the camera immediately pans to Darren Bates after any Titans player does anything productive because he is talking shit to everyone on the opposing team. Darren Bates is fantastic. Uh, he's, I honestly, he's the reason that I miss the locker room most. Effort says John Bell, bring back uh, Delaney Walker if John will leave. No, uh, you're not. You're, God, Delaney Walker is doing so many better. 
so many better things with his life than playing professional football. I, I look forward to seeing what Delaney does in the next chapter of his life. 84-81, and in that order, says Corey D. Jackson. Uh, Bates uh, with the boombox, says Corey, indeed. If Humphreys and CD both leave, we're left with wide receiver one and then a bunch of Jags. May need to bump up CD, says Nick Ewing. I, I understand that logic, but you also have to think about who's out there in free agency, who is going to be available in the draft. The wide receivers, again, are great as these positions Get more and more refined. Lee Hobbs says he wants to play. Are you talking about Delaney? Uh, well, uh, that's lovely. Uh, no. <laughs> no, Delaney. I, I miss Delaney in the in the locker room. Delaney Walker is 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 past the point of, uh, of being able to contribute in a meaningful way, I feel. Although, I mean, you have Jason Witten out here defying the odds. Bald Jason Witten. He looks uh, – <laughs> he looks uh, – the Raiders' Jason Witten was a particularly disarming look for Jason Witten. But anyway, let's not spend too much time on Delaney Walker. There's a ton of wide receivers in free agency. It's arguably the deepest position in the drafts is Titans, Kyle. Yeah, I'm not that worried about wide receiver, even if Humphreys gets cut and Corey Davis heads to another place. What I am most worried about is the tight end position. And it's why Jonu Smith, to me, should be the Titans' number one priority above all else. Really, the only one that I think they should bring back. Do so much, man, and, and it requires a lot. And uh, you know we, we take that role, uh, we take that role on with a lot of pride, and uh, we embrace it. You know what I mean? Because it's a it's a pleasure to us, man, to be able to just um, do so many different things for this offense. Um, you know, like I said, man, it's, it's, it's it gives defenses so many problems. You know, they come out and they see us. You know, the number one thing, the first thing that a defense uh, primarily does, you know, is see where the tight end is at. You know what I mean? And, you know, based on that, you know, you know they make their calls. You know what I mean? So, um, you know, because Particularly, that's where, you know, offense is set to strength for the formation. But you can kind of play with defenses, man, and just have two, three tight ends on the field. And, you know, then you got, you know, defenses making all different kinds of calls, man. But, um, you know, we're just trying to, you know, get out there and not trying to, but we are, you know, doing what we're supposed to do. You know what I mean? And making plays when we're four to two and just, um, you know, taking advantage of, uh, of the opportunity. That is Jonu Smith. Priority number one, tight end number one. He is a player that you have to retain. In fact, as I go through the list, he's the only one that I feel that they absolutely have to retain. His market value right now is about $8 million. I'll expand on why I feel that Janu is the only one that they need to retain here in just a second from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios promo code A to Z Sports right after I remind you about the fine folks at uh, Tennessee Heating and Cooling. 10HC.com. That's T-E-N-N-H-C.com. Satisfaction guaranteed on all of your HVAC needs. Chris Hamby, Miss Sherry, the entire Hamby family, the three locations that they run with Tennessee Heating and Cooling, they're there to work for you. Your, your uh, service will be exceptional. Your customer service will be even better. They will make sure that you experience no difference in your heating or cooling, whichever time of year that you so choose, but it's going to be cold as hell over the weekend. You want to make sure your heat is working right. If you don't get preventative service, be prepared if something goes wrong with the best in the business at Tennessee Heating and Cooling. 10HC.com, T-E-N-N-H-C.com. Johnu Smith is the only player I think I, Johnu Smith is the only player I think they need to keep. Uh, of the 20, that includes, that includes Jadavion Clowney. It includes Steven Gaskowski. It includes Jayon Brown, Corey Davis. Desmond King could do without all of them. The one that I think that you would hurt most without 
is Jonu Smith. Now, let me let me break it down for you this way. Um, Jonu Smith is going to not get paid like a top tie, uh, top five tight end, as Corey D. Jackson on Facebook alleges, but he will be paid um, upper echelon money. Right now, he's right around the range. The projection, $8 million a year. Uh, if you go four years, you could go five years and, and make it a softer cap hit, get a value for a player who you think has a high ceiling. Um, Jonu Smith is currently the eighth most expensive, or excuse me, not, he will be at $8 million a year, the eighth most expensive tight end in football. He's right there around Tyler Higby, Austin Hooper, Cameron Bright, and Tyler Croft. He is a big part of the versatility of your offense. You can split him out wide. You can keep him in line. He's a good blocker. He frees up Derrick Henry for many of these big runs that Derrick has. He's been, he's, he's calmed down in terms of penalties. That was an issue with Jonu early in his career. You can put him in the backfield and you can give Jonu Smith carries. Your versatility as an offense is much, much more with a player like Jonu Smith than it is, for example, paying that $8 million or $9 million, whatever the market decides Corey Davis is worth, to a wide receiver. You can find a lot of uses for wide receivers, absolutely so. But in this particular offense, with the motion that they like to use, the run-based element, and the versatility of the players, Jonu Smith makes the most sense. And frankly, I think if you're looking anywhere for any guys to be extended or to be retained on this Titans roster of the class of the 20 that are currently unrestricted free agents, I, I sit here today, there are some, some that I vary on more than others, uh, but I don't expect any of the defensive free agents to be back. I know, I know, I know for a fact that Daquan Jones is the least likely to return. I think second is Desmond King, third is Jayon Brown in terms of least likely. I think if they could find a cost-effective deal to keep Clowney, I fear against my better judgment that they would do it. Uh, but the rest of them, they're going to let walk. They're comfortable letting walk. What the plan is internally, and this is something that I've talked about before, because I had a source tell me that Jayon Brown is overvalued and that it would benefit from a defensive overhaul with the players that were not able, they felt, to perform up to the level that they feel like the scheme is capable of putting them in. There are issues with the players that they had. Now, not necessarily these issues with the players that are going to be available, but I wasn't all that impressed with Desmond King by any stretch of the imagination last year. Would Desmond King look a lot better with a best a better pass rush? Of course he would. But Jayon Brown really didn't find his footing until right about the time that he got injured. David Long was a problem. Rashawn Evans was a problem. I think inside linebacker might be a position that you address in free agency. Keep an eye on that. Uh, we spent a lot of time, at least on Twitter, talking about Levante David. But Jonu Smith is the most cost-effective. You can get the most value for your money based on all of the things that you can do with him in the offense. Jonu Smith is the only Titans free agent that I would consider, that I would that I in, would insist if I was somebody in that building banging on the table for a player. Jonu Smith is the only player that I would insist upon. Heck, uh, what says J.J. Duran? Uh, heck no, he's good, no doubt, but we need to focus on getting Corey Davis back. You can focus. Here's what I'll tell you, J.J., because here's, here's, here's what I know. Um, you can focus all you like on Corey Davis. He's almost, I would put it at 99.98% not going to be back next year. There's just too much money to be made with teams who need more wide receiver help than the Titans do and have a 
draft pick or draft picks in positions where they can get competent wide receiver help. If it's not, you know, if they're not replacing Adam Humphreys, Adam Humphreys, the whole reason that they got in a bidding war with the Patriots from Adam Humphreys is because Humphreys can play it on the outside. Now, the concussions concern you. It's a very, very difficult thing over the last two years to justify Adam Humphreys as being the solution for Corey Davis. That's not what I'm saying here at all. But there can be solutions found, both in free agency and the draft, that are more cost-effective than Corey Davis. The thing that you can't do and the thing that the personnel people with the Titans cannot do is get married to their own guys. Uh, get too married to their own guys. Guys who perform well and who they have the financial flexibility to pay deserve those contracts. Corey Davis deserves a contract. Corey Davis is not going to get a contract that is commensurate with the value that he has earned from the Tennessee Titans. So you can focus all you want on that, JJ. Um, It's just not going to happen. But I understand why you think that way. Let as many players walk as it takes to gain the funds to sign all the pass rushers, says Jaime. Yes, indeed. John or Desmond for sure says El Boogie 808. See, I don't the, the King just it doesn't it doesn't do anything for me. Like nothing about Desmond King, Desmond King's play really struck me as as great last year, or at least great to the extent that he's a must-have. Like again, I come back to the idea of Christian Fulton is a redundancy if you keep Desmond King. That's just not the that's just not the place that I look. Ryan says King play good. I assume that you meant to say. King played good instead of talking like a Neanderthal. King played good, Ryan on Periscope, but I'll forgive you uh, if you uh, if you just left out a few uh, a few letters on the words that you were trying to say. Titans need to use one of those six round picks on a kicker. Good class this year, says Ken. I just I can't. It's hard for me to justify a draft pick on a kicker when you have so many other needs. We'll see how the draft breaks, though. Shouldn't they be investing in defense instead of offense? Maybe not returning free agencies, Dan. That's my point, largely, Dan. Um, is that don't don't invest don't invest in the defensive players that you not directly but indirectly spent all season saying that the players weren't good enough and that, and largely that we saw that the players weren't good enough. I think that Jayon is is over. I think that Jayon is overvalued. Now I'm not saying Rashawn Evans and David Long are the are the solution to fixing that problem. In fact, I think you saw a lot from both of those guys that would say would give you some skepticism. Um, I love Levante David. Levante David's also going to cost probably somewhere in the area of $10 million a year, uh, which is not feasible right now. My thoughts on Desmond King are that it's just, there's so many, there's so many reasons why the defense failed that if you have the opportunity to overhaul it in a, in a kind of a sweeping motion as the Titans do, then you should think about investing in players outside of your prism rather than investing in and the defensive players that you spent all season really kind of indirectly telling us that weren't good enough. Uh, totally agree, Bucks says Titans for life. Well, hey, listen, I, I I hope that I've made the argument well because I it's just it's it's the only thing that makes logical sense to me. The more that I study it, and the more that I talk to people inside the building about how these things go. Taylor Pisano says, "So do we draft a wide receiver in round one? Then yeah, hell yeah, I, I'm I'm so down. You know, there's there's dra- there's there's edge options. There's going to be pass rush options." available to you it's you know do you go best player available or you do do you draft do you risk overdrafting based off of need Corey Davis was an overdraft based off of need they know I know for a fact that they didn't want him at five but they wanted him and so they 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 tried to get out of five in the 2017 draft yeah that yes that math that math adds up uh in the 2017 draft they tried to get out of five but then they drafted Corey Davis and they started the run on wide receivers. And Corey Davis, probably the most competent out of any of those wide receivers that were taken. 
So yeah, draft a wide receiver with twenty two. If you find if you find a better player, that's uh, that's some my. <laughs> I got two kittens uh, wrestling outside of my outside of my office and one of just slammed into the door. <laughs> These damn cats, I'm telling you, they're going to be the death of me. Anyway, um, largely, largely, I would be totally comfortable with them drafting a wide receiver and getting, you know, a depth pass rusher uh, in in the second round or in the third round and and paying the price for a, a fully proven or at least as close to a fully proven pass rusher as can be found. Wide receiver makes a lot of sense with these later round picks. Uh, if uh, we riot, if we don't draft a defensive end, Pass rusher in the first is Chad Gunn. But yeah, but it's 22, Chad. Like, what do you, you're not getting anybody that's going to change your defense at 22. You're just not. You're going to find comp, you're, you find, you find another Harold Landry around 22, right? You found Harold Landry in the late 20s, and there, there was injury associated with Harold uh, when they traded up to get him in the second. But you can find another Harold Landry in the second round or in the, at 22. You don't need another Harold Landry. You need somebody better than Harold. You need somebody that Harold can feed off of that makes Harold Landry better. Harold is a good player. Harold played well down the stretch. Harold played better when Jeffrey Simmons was able to get one-on-one matchups and when Jadavion Clowney was at least there for the presence, uh, to, for the for the distraction of Jadavion Clowney, for, uh, excuse me, for offenses to have to pay attention to him. It helped Landry and Simmons in a big way. You need another guy that does similar things, if not, you know, a Jadavion Clowney Ryan Kerrigan is a good option. If you choose to keep Clowney and you go out and get a veteran and then you draft a younger player, it doesn't have to be at 22 because of where you're picking in the first round. You need to draft best player available. Don't overdraft for a position specifically. That's how you get in trouble. Is trading up in the first not an option? No, it is an option. Absolutely. Um, but what's it going to cost to get you there? And and really what's there? Like, you know, think about pass rushers. Like there's a lot of these guys that go within the top 10, like the guys that make a difference. You're not going to get from 22 to 10, right? That's just not going to, it's going to cost you your, your half your draft. It's just not, it's not possible. Uh, aren't the Titans in the bad, in bad shape with the cap? If so, not going to be able to sign any top free agent pass rusher, says Brett. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're in bad shape in the sense that the salary cap is going to be cut by about 20 million, uh, or excuse, uh, by a little less than 20 million based on the, the projections currently. They have about a million and change left to go because think about it, Dennis Kelly gets a big pay raise this year. Derrick Henry gets a big pay raise this year. The thing that I, w- that I would keep an eye out for, and this was something that was floated to me um, by, a, by a Titan source, keep an eye out for potential trades for Kevin Byer and the, what is it? Let me, let me pull up the, let me pull up the, uh, let me pull up the figures exactly so I'm not just pulling a number out of my ass. Um, because I did look this up in our pre-show meeting with producer Reed, and now I have since misplaced that graph. Okay, here it is. The Tennessee Titans uh, top top earners that are going to be against the salary cap in 2021. Kevin Byard is going to make, uh, he's going to have a cap hit of $15.03 million this year. The only person making more than uh, Kevin Byard in 2021 is going to be Ryan Tannehill at 29.5. Uh, there's a big jump, obviously, from court, from safety to quarterback, but $15 million for Kevin Byard, that ain't, that ain't it, especially when you have Malcolm Butler making 14.2, 13.6 for Lawan, 13.5 for Derrick Henry, Roger Saffold at 12.3, 
and Adoree Jackson at 10.2 on that fifth-year option. Keep an eye out for for an exploration of a Kevin Byard trade because it's something that's not, I mean, not by by people that would be responsible for making the trade uh, is what I'll say, but it is being discussed and it is something that makes a lot of uh, that makes a lot of sense. We won't trade Bayard, says Christian Dillon. I don't know. I just, I, I don't know. They just, just, I, and again, I'm not, I'm not arguing for it. I could understand why they would do it. It's just something that's being discussed right now. Just, just a little nugget that I can, uh, that I can give you guys at this point. Bayard, oh my, says El Boogie. 808. Stephen Crozio says, no, not Kevin Byard. My dream free agents, Bud Dupree, Juju, or Curtis Samuel, and another pass rusher, says Christian Dillard. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> Buck says John Bell. Rashad says he wouldn't mind a Kevin Byard trade. Um, Byard getting traded would be nuts, says Helm Donald. I mean, there, there's there's things, there are things, and, and he's already restructured. Think about that. Kevin Byard's already restructured his deal. Now, you can restructure a lot of these guys, um, but you're not going to restructure Tannehill, you're not going to restructure Henry in their, what is it, the second year of those two deals. Um, you can cut Vaccaro for space. You can cut Malcolm Butler for space or ask him to restructure. He makes a lot of sense as a restructure. You can try and get a deal done with Adoree Jackson before the salary cap is officially set in stone that lessens Adoree Jackson's cap hit if you feel like that's the option that you want to go rather than letting him play for $10 million this year. Again, there are... There are plenty of options that they have at their disposal to maintain cap flexibility, um, but a buyer trade is something that is that is currently being it, at least by one person is currently being floated at fifteen million. Coming off a bad year, says Titans for Life, no one will take him. I'll be shocked. That's another thing. Like there, there, there has to be somebody willing to take that contract, right? Because Bayard, uh, let me let me again look at the the length of the deal. Um, because I believe it was a four-year extension two years ago. Let me double check. Okay, five years, seventy point five million, uh, and he will be in the third year of his deal. Uh, his cap hit was four point seven last year. It goes up to fifteen this year, fifteen point eight next year, seventeen point four in twenty twenty three, twenty twenty four, fourteen. Uh, excuse me, fifteen point six. Um, so you have now, now think about it, think about it this way. You have a potential out in the way that Bayard is structured right now, where you would save about, if you, you, you would have, you would take a dead cap hit of 17.1, but you could save money, uh, long-term if you got out from under Bayard's deal this year in some form or fashion. Now, I don't know how you need to structure it. I don't know if you have to take a degree of cap hit. But again, JJ says, no way, Buck, stop it. You just want to get us talking. Listen, I don't, uh, here, here's the one thing that I'll say to you. Cause I, I don't like, I don't like, I, for lack of a better term, I don't like bragging about on myself or, or, or pumping up my accolades, unless I'm kidding. You, you guys know that I, that I make a lot of jokes and, uh, and all that, but I would not say things recklessly like that just for the sake of saying things. Like I would not be saying those things if I had not been and told those things, right? Every Everything that I do is based in something, right? Uh, it's based in what I know, what I'm being told, 
what is happening around me and the homework that I do to try and make sure that I'm informed, as informed as humanly possible on these matters. Uh, but a Kevin Byer trade is something that was brought up to me by a source and something, whether it's realistic or not, something that's being talked about. That's the only thing that I'm going to say to you at this point. Let's move on. We spent a lot of time on this and we need to spend some time on the kickers because it's almost nine o'clock and I got caught up in that in a way, uh, in a way that I did not expect. Uh, <laughs> yes, you do. says JJ. You know what? You're right, JJ. I'm totally full of shit. I brag on myself all the time. <laughs> JJ, you are 100% right. Thank you for calling me out on my bullshit. I am absolutely somebody who brags on them. <laughs> so uh, let me, let me, uh, let me, <laughs> you know, this is why I love you guys because you, you, uh, you, you keep me grounded. God bless you all for that. Let's move on <laughs> here on A to Z sports primetime. Let's talk about this damn kicker here on the primetime show for the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios. Would you retain or replace Titans kicker? Steven Goskowski. There are good arguments for both. We will discuss them at length. Let me know in the comment section on Facebook Live, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch TV. Would you retain or replace Titans kicker Steven Goskowski? Give me your answer on Facebook Live, Periscope, YouTube, and Twitch TV. While you guys do that, I will tell you about our friends at the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage at GaryAshton.com. The official real estate agent of the Titans, the official real estate agent of the Preds, the official real estate agent of A to Z Sports Prime Time for big reasons, because you want people that you trust, right? It's the reason you guys come hang out with me, no matter how much I brag on myself, right? Because you trust me. You trust that what I'm saying to you is grounded in reality and in fact, and that's why you want to work with people that you trust. You want a circle of people around you that you trust. That's what the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage provides to you. That's why I bought my home through them, because I had heard incredible things. I can absolutely confirm those incredible things. They worked with me over a period of five months because I'm super picky and super difficult, as many of you could imagine. But the Gary Ashton team, Gary, a close personal friend of mine, Gary Ashton and the Ashton Real Estate Group of Remax Advantage will hook you up, whether it be with your dream address without the stress, or if you are looking to sell your home, sell for more, and you can find out more about their guaranteed local offer at GaryAshton.com. What should the Titans do about the kicker? Should you retain or replace Steven Goskowski? Now, this is a much different conversation than we had over the course of the season. Goskowski, I'm sure he is returning, says Brandon Knowles. Rashad would replace him. Karen and Titan8251, Corey D. Jackson, and Puka as well all say retain. Replace with Sam Sloman. Bring the slow back, says El Boogie 808. I would love for them to have a fat. I'm not, I, I won't call him fat. That's not nice. Uh, a thick two C's kicker. That would make my day to have a thick kicker on the roster. The thicker. Replace him, says Davidson Crooks on YouTube. John Bell agrees. Stephen Crozio says retain. No question. AZ Mick on YouTube would like them to replace. It's an interesting proposition and we'll spend more time on it here in just a second. But first I'll let you, we only talked to Steven Goskowski three times over the course of the year for as crazy a year as Goskowski had that, that hit me in the face uh, the other day when I realized we haven't spoken to this man since week three, the Vikings game where I think he hit six field goals to keep them alive. Steven Goskowski though, retain or replace. Here's the last time we had the opportunity to talk to him. I mean, who knows? I mean, you play this game for a long time. You're going to have good and bad things happen. 
I mean, obviously I was rusty that first game. Didn't feel great. Obviously played one of my worst games I've ever played. Um, but you know, the, the worst thing you can do is try to just change everything. You need to stick with what gets you there. And if you go on practice and make nine out of 10 kicks, you got to assume that you're going to do that uh, in a game and just sticking with uh, my routine and, you know, my focus and just focusing up a little more and, you know, having one week of practice might not be enough to get comfortable. And uh, obviously it showed and it's just nice to be up here, not uh, in an embarrassed state and excited for a victory. So that's Steven Gaskowski after the Minnesota Vikings game where he was the hero of that particular endeavor. Retain or replace? So let's look at some numbers for Steven Gaskowski. As we sit here studying the numbers, he, over the course of 15 games, because he missed one on the COVID-19 list after I reported that he had tested, had indeed tested positive for the coronavirus, he made 18 of his 26 kicks he had a long of 55. He was money from 50-plus. He made seven of eight, where he really struggled, was between 40 and 49 early in the season. But he settled down very nicely as the season wore on. Now, he finished with his worst field goal percentage in his career. His previous low in a 15-year career was 76.9, uh, and that was in 2010. This year. He was 69.2. Now, he was coming off of injury. We all saw how rattled he was in the Broncos game. He ended up winning the Broncos game for them, which cannot be understated. He made a lot of clutch kicks. He also cost them a chance to remain undefeated against the Pittsburgh Steelers or at least play for overtime. All of those things have to be factored in. Factored in. Would you retain or replace Steven Gaskowski uh, here on the primetime show from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios? Let's get to more of your comments before I give you my answer. Replace, we need a reliable kicker, says Jeff. Well, that's the thing. That's the that's why this, this is so difficult. He was reliable, but it wasn't until the second half of the season. And you needed him in the second half of the season. But early on, there was a lot of problems with him, right? Keep him. He was solid, according to John Bertotti. Trade Vrabel, says EA. Listen, Mike Vrabel would get a, another job so fast. Like, I don't, I don't think you guys realize how good you have it with Mike for as much as you seem to to want to beat up on him about his decision-making. That's not just because I, you know, I enjoy covering Mike, but, um, you know, they've gotten so much better since I first got here five years ago, and and largely he is the reason. Uh, yes, retain him, says J.J. Duran. Beg suck up for forgiveness, says Taylor Pisano. Is suck up a free agent? I don't know. Uh, the thicker, the kicker, the, the thicker, the kicker better, says Tennessee. Yeah, that's outstanding. Uh, Justin Tucker would agree. Yeah, Justin Tucker, not thick. Suck up had an awesome year, says Lewis. Replace, Gary Dupree says on Facebook, retain, I guess, says Titans Kyle. They said that main a future Hall of Famer, says John Bell. He is. Listen, he he would have finished if if he did if he didn't have this year on his resume, he would have he would have made the Hall of Fame. Uh with I think he's like the third most accurate kicker in the history of the sport. Um and, and that, you know, even though it's short-term solution, like he's not going to be your kicker for the next five years, Steven Goskowski makes a lot of sense to bring back. I think that I think that they they are better with him than without him for all of the reasons that you saw even when he struggled when they needed Steven Goskowski to make a kick in week 1 he made the kick they needed him to make the kick in week what was that 5 against the Steelers and he no 
week seven against the Steelers. And he missed the kick that would have gotten them to overtime against two between two undefeated teams. People aren't going to forget that. In these crucial situations, and again, it can't, there were blocks in there. Mike Rabel from training camp. I, I have I, I have this sick thing where I go back and read transcripts over the course of the year when I'm thinking about things to write. From training camp, back in August, Mike Rabel was talking about how the blocking on special teams was so bad going back to last year, something that needs to be accounted for. I think largely, Goskowski showed you enough late in the year, and also Brett Kern loves him. If you want to keep Brett Kern happy, you keep Stephen Goskowski. I think that it makes a lot more sense to keep him even as up and down of a year as he uh, as he as he had. I thought you said the only free agent to bring back was Janu. That's the only must have. Like I think you can find another kicker, Titans for life. Um, but largely, I think that you benefit more by having Goskowski on your roster than you do not having him. You know what I'm saying? Like Janu's a must. I think I think Janu of all of them is the most essential. I think that it makes sense to bring back Goskowski because finding a kicker is so hard and and it's not essential. Like there are 18 of 26, 69% Mike Eddington said, yeah, Mike, I literally just read you those stats. Like, did, did you, Mike, I, and, and listen, let me not, let me not get angry at you, Mike, uh, because Mike's not happy with 69%, but Mike, I literally just read you his pro football, uh, pro football reference page word for word. Now, I don't know if you just jumped in here and you j- didn't hear me read the stats to you that you're just repeating in the comment section, and that's okay. So I'm not going to get upset with you, Mike, but I, I I understand what the numbers are. I literally just read the numbers to you. Uh, won the Jacksonville game too, says Nick Ewing. Like, they're, they're again, good and bad. Good, Just like there's good and bad with Corey Davis. There's good and bad with Johnny Smith. Johnny Smith, not a terribly consistent player. Um, But again, as Christian Fuller puts out, 60, 69% was bad. <laughs> They, they got better in the kicking game, uh, you know, for as, for as tough as that is to think about. They were better than the 44% of their field goals that they were making uh, there on uh, there for the 2020 Titans. It depends on who's available and at what price Gaskowski will be in comparison to. Yeah, there's going to, I mean, there's going to be competition. There's going to be guys brought in. You saw, uh, just join Bucks as Mike Henning. Okay, see, then Mike, I'm glad I didn't yell at you. Because that would have been a bad look out of me. So, see, this is this is this two years of doing the almost two years of doing the show. Growth, personal growth. I feel like a better person because I did not yell at Mike. <laughs> uh, so, I thank you, Mike, for uh, for pointing that out. Um, anyway, get upset, Buck. Tear him a new one. See, no, you see, I'm out here trying to grow, trying to be a better person, trying to you know, trying to be reasonable, rational, and you guys are sitting there sitting there trying to egg me on. Fire me up about stuff that I don't need to be fired up about. Mike, 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 Mike is an innocent bystander just providing numbers that he thinks he has brought new to the table. But I promise you that I have done that due diligence. Let's not take the Vikings kicker. Woof, says Hill Boogie. Anyway, yeah, I know. Um, but Titans for Life makes a fair point. Who's out there? Are they healthy? What is the status of Steven Gaskowski's health? Again, like Clowney, I think there are issues. I think there are issues that arose in the evaluation process because the medicals were so difficult to get your hands on when we were all going through COVID free agency for the first time, right? This year will be different. There will be better protocols in place. You have better better medical evaluations, one would hope. Um, and I think the Goskowski thing is something that, that you know, may fall into that category. I don't know that for a fact because, you know, he, was, he said he was just trying to get his rhythm back early in the season. And he listened to his credit. He found it. He was, he was much better uh, late in the year when they needed him to be. 
We can't get rid of him. He'll ball next year just like Suckup did. You, you heard it here first, says Taylor Pisano. Like, I don't think that you can't – I think you can live without uh, – I think you can live without Steven Goskowski. But if if you can keep him um, based on the options that are going to be out there – and again, I haven't totally done a deep dive into the kicking free agency options, but there there's good – there's more good reasons than bad to bring back Steven Goskowski is how we will leave that. I'm not dying on the hill for it like I am with John U. Smith. Uh, socks off and he'll be fine, says Opo Gatoway. Maybe I should try that. Maybe I'll have a better show with socks on. Um, even though I think I've done every show since March in my house slippers, so I don't wear socks to do the show. So I guess that's no socks. So far, so good. Anyway, let's move on. Top of Bay, celebra- uh, celebratory boat parade because they are down on the coast. They are in the sand and the sun, and they have the luxury to do those things down there in Florida. I want to know, scale of 1 to 10, because I know you all saw the pictures of shithouse drunk Tom Brady coming off the boat parade today for his seventh Super Bowl victory parade. Let me know, scale of 1 to 10, in the comments on Facebook Live, YouTube, Periscope, and Twitch TV. Scale of 1 to 10, how much fun was Tom Brady having today in the celebratory Super Bowl boat parade? Tom got wasted. (laughs) Tom, Tom, drunk. I had a friend who used to say drunker in a bicycle, and I never could figure that out. He's from he's from east uh, he's from uh, from southern he was from eastern Kentucky, eastern Kentucky, I think, like around maybe that's West Kentucky. Anyway, he's he's from he's from Kentucky. <laughs> all you need you used, to, used to say drunker in a bicycle. I never figured it out. Ten in my Billy Bob voice says Corey D. Jackson. Ten says Ron Lyman. Ten says Eddie Cardona. Anyway, you'll see drunk Tom Brady and the boat parade here in just a second. Right after I remind you about where you should be doing your legal wagering in Tennessee. That is at DraftKings Sportsbook, America's top downloaded sportsbook app. The promo code A to Z Sports gets you all kinds of fantastic no-brainer bets like what's going to happen this weekend in UFC 258. The first, uh, the last UFC title fight that we saw, UFC 257, an incredibly action-packed show. DraftKings Sportsbook wants you to get in on that kind of action. They're an official sports betting partner of the UFC. They are putting you in the center of this weekend's title fight with 100 to 1 odds on either fighter to land a punch during the fight. 100 to 1. You put down a dollar, you'll win 100 bucks as long as you use. If as long as somebody lands a fight, God willing, they land a they land or land a land a punch rather not land a fight. God willing, they land the punch. Between the two of them, somebody would have to land a punch. But you win $100 if you put a dollar down as soon as one of them does. It doesn't matter which one. Uh, DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable, so you can deposit and withdraw your funds at your convenience. I actually just got my first check from the bets. I'm 3-1 and on my bets. I cashed out because I'm a coward. Um, But I'm going to continue to bet because I really love all of the great odds boosts and uh, no-brainer bets that they have. They make it about your convenience. My check got here in like three days, which is great. And you have the options to to do it different ways. Anyway, download the top-rated DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code A to Z Sports when you sign up to turn $1 into $100 if either main event fighter lands a punch on Saturday. Place your bet. Watch the fists fly this weekend with code A to Z Sports to turn $1 into $100 if either Fighter lands a punch for a limited time only at DraftKings 
Sportsbook. Remember, you must be 21 or older, Tennessee only. See DraftKings.com slash Sportsbook. New customers only. Restrictions apply. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call or text the Tennessee Red Line 1-800-889-9789. The fine folks at DraftKings Sportsbook here on A to Z Sports from the DraftKings Sportsbook Studios using that promo code. How scale of one to ten? How much fun was ta- Tom Brady having down on this Super Bowl boat parade, drunker than a rat, uh, down there on the docks? A lot of tens. He did throw the Super Bowl trophy, says John Bell. Yes. Without further ado, let us show you how much fun Tampa Bay was a uh, Tampa Bay was having down there in Tampa. He is so damn drunk. Good for good for Brady. Like I think my favorite version of Tom Brady is Tampa Tom. Like this this uh, unleashed, unchained, fun loving, beer chugging, Super Bowl Lombardi Trophy throwing Tom Brady is by far and away my favorite time. I like the ten. I kind of like this time. Tom says Deucebox. What are these feelings? I love Tom Brady. Ten out of ten. Ron Lyman says it looks like a hunt, uh, like an awesome party. 100, he eats healthy, so he probably got drunk off one Bud Light. You know, a lot of Patriots players say Tom Brady's the best beer, was the best beer chugger on the team. Now, I don't know how often he's drinking beer, but he absolutely knows uh, knows how to get it done. You have to live in Tennessee, says Nick, Le- Nick LeClaire. I live in Man- Massachusetts. Can I uh, and can I not do it? Uh, oh, so you're you're asking about DraftKings? Yeah, it's only Tennessee, buddy. Uh, because, well. No, I think I think sports gambling is legal in Tennessee. Uh, excuse me, in Massachusetts. If it's legal there, you should you should be able to use the promo code. So go use the promo code. Sign up for DraftKings. Um, Titans were so bad at pass rush. How to get a stop? Uh, Sean Sullivan is actually talking football. We're talking about drunk Brady at this point, Sean. Let's move on. Uh, Epic says Corey D. Jackson. You can't hate that, says Tennessee. Who do you think Belichick was cheering for in the Super Bowl? You know, I got it. That's a good question. Um. Because like even even if something with with Brady and Bill soured, like how do you not root for Gronk? Like Gronk is a big dumb puppy dog, but how do you not root for Rob Gronkowski? Rob Gronkowski was one of the best things that ever happened to the New England Patriots. Not named Tom Brady. I think that you know I don't know anything about Belichick. I only know what limited sample size I've had with Bill Belichick, which is a couple of press conferences over the phone uh, in weeks to when the Titans have played the Patriots, and then two in-person press conferences when the Patriots were here for joint training camp practices. Um, but, like, how do you – even if you're not rooting for Brady, how the hell do you not root for Gronk? And Bill Belichick is a is a, is a a student of the game, a, 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 a football history buff, and a history buff in general. He, I'm sure he roots for greatness. Tom Brady, I'm, I'm certain uh, Bill Belichick was at least maybe not publicly admitting it um, – I'm sure he had a soft spot for what happened with Tom and at least Gronk, if nothing else. 10 out of 10, fun-loving, drunk Tom Brady down there celebrating his seventh Super Bowl in the damn parade. 
Uh, he won the uh, Super Bowl for the seventh time. He can do whatever the hell he wants. His He's epic. He cracks me up, says Earl. I agree. Uh, I can see Bill cheering for coaches he has connections with before cheering for players. Uh, easy answer, Buck. Shady McCoy and Blaine Gabbard. Super Bowl champions. I think Shady has two. Doesn't, doesn't LaShawn McCoy have another Super Bowl? Am I making that up? I'm, or at least did he play in a Super Bowl? I think now that I say it out loud, that doesn't sound right. But I'm almost, I'm pretty sure. I'm, I'm pretty sure that, uh, that LaShawn McCoy, okay, this was Shady's first. All right. I'm, I'm, I'm messing up. I, I don't know why I had in my head that, uh, that LaShawn McCoy, uh, won a Super Bowl because he was on, okay, never mind. I'm getting caught up. Anyway, let's, let's move on. Or no, that's the end of the show. There's nowhere to move on. <laughs> Guys, Shady, Shady McCoy's Super Bowl appearances somehow got me caught up. Anyway, thank you for your participation. As always, you guys brought it strong. I love the way that you show out and show up, no matter what we're talking about here on the Primetime Show. Got one more show left to do. Um, and some very exciting news that I think we will have by the end of the week. And I, uh, I I'm, I'm promise I'm going to quit teasing that without telling you guys. Uh, but we, uh, there's some things that need to fall into place before that can happen. But it is going to happen, and it's going to be exciting. Anyway, we're not tired of providing you great content. In the meantime, go subscribe, rate, and review to the A to Z Sports Podcast Network. Tomorrow's 615 sessions going to be myself, Emily Proud, Joe Rexroad. We're going to dive into a lot of the Titans offseason. We're going to talk about what's going on with the Vols and their lack of defensive coordinator. Your Music City mailbag questions. If you have questions for me, there's already a handful of you that have done this. Go to my Instagram, at BuckRising, R-E-I, just like it's spelled right below me, R-E-I-S-I-N-G. Slide in my DMs. They're wide open to you. If you have questions about the Titans, if you have questions about free agency, if you have questions about why I like tomato gravy more than I like sausage gravy. In fact, I don't even like sausage gravy. Tomato gravy or bust. Slide in my DMs, at BuckRising, R-E-I-S-I-N-G. We will supply you with your Music City Mailbag questions on the Thursday 615 sessions. Subscribe, rate, and review. Shouts out to the hometown kid, Keyshawn Vaughn, Super Bowl champion Keyshawn Vaughn. No questions. Shouts to you guys. Thank you, as always, for bringing the energy. Shouts to the people who make this show free for you. DraftKings Sportsbook, Two Rivers Ford, the Ashton Real Estate Group of REMAX, Advantage at GaryAshton.com, and Tennessee Heating and Cooling. Great businesses providing you with great service. We will be back for one last show tomorrow night at 8 p.m. Central Time or thereabouts. We will do it with great energy. We will do it and have a lot of fun together. And we will do it because we got nothing else to do because damn sure we're not tired yet. Not